We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for listening to another episode of Marketing Espresso. I'm back and I wanted to just thank each and every single one of you that is tuning in twice weekly or even if you just come back every now and again and listen to an episode that interests you because I love getting the message out there about marketing. I love feeling like I can empower business owners to feel on top of their marketing and take away the bitter taste in a lot of people's mouths that is the word marketing. It either stresses people out and they feel like they just can't get on top of it or, you know, even worse than that, they've had a bad experience with an agency and lost a bunch of money and truly don't believe marketing works. Marketing works. It just needs to be done correctly and also uniquely for you. There's no one size fits all approach. So today's episode is probably going to be a little bit longer because I'm pretty excited that this is my 20th episode. I had no idea when I started this little journey of mine that I would launch a podcast and that people would actually listen. (laughs) It's a crazy, crazy thought for me and I love it. And yeah, it's, it honestly makes me feel so happy knowing that I'm helping people and getting the feedback that I'm getting. Uh, I'd love you guys to leave a review if you haven't yet, or to connect with me and, you know, give me some feedback, ask me a question. Hell, please. If there's something that you're dying to know about you asking me a question obviously helps me, uh, with, with answering the questions of the public, which, you know, is what I actually want to do and what I want to be here for. So today's episode being that it's number 20, I wanted to talk to you about something, uh, go a little bit more personal and give you some tips if you're just starting out in business or if you've been in business forever, you might just think, yeah, she's right. You know, I should be doing those things. Or if you're thinking about starting a business. So this episode is really for anyone that's just kind of reflecting in their business, starting their business, wanting to start a business on the lessons I've learned. I've been in business. I'm still fresh. I've been in business now. I want to say 18 months and that's probably pretty accurate. I started out a sole trader um, with no idea how plum marketing would go. I hoped that it would be the thing that I'd always dreamed of. Although having said that, I'd always dreamed of being a contractor, being able to sit in cafes and have breakfast while working. Doesn't that sound romantic? Well, uh, COVID happened. (laughs) There's no sitting in cafes. And um, yeah, look, the life of an entrepreneur or a contractor or anyone that's uh, working hard in their business, yes, you get the occasional maybe cafe day, but on the whole, you know, it is all about um, that hard work. Like there's an element of that. You obviously get into business to not, I guess, slog it out like you do sometimes in corporate. And I will say I feel a lot more fulfilled in what I'm doing uh, compared to, I loved my corporate career, don't get me wrong. It, it gave me everything I needed in order to start doing what I'm doing now. And it, it gave me the idea for what I'm doing now. So I'm nothing but grateful for that. But it's uh, a very different journey when you're working for yourself. And I think anyone that's listening would probably be nodding their head right now. Um, and you know, if you're in a marketing department listening to this, which I know I do have a few listeners that are, uh, you know, in that situation. Firstly, thank you for listening. Secondly, um, you know, your job is just as hard as an entrepreneur as well. 
I've been there, if not harder, because you have all these people to please that aren't just clients. So it's you've got a lot more stakeholders, um, you know, relying on you. So as I said, today's topic's a little bit more personal, and it's all about what I wish I knew before I got into business on my own. Now, the first thing I want to say is you're not on your own. The most interesting thing about starting a business is, firstly, you, you have kick-ass friends and family that are going to support the hell out of you. Um, secondly, people that have worked with you in the past are just going to support the hell out of you too, and you're going to be like pretty blown away by it, I can tell you. And then you're going to find a whole other world opens up to you of business owners. And I know in Australia, we have the most amazing people in small business, medium business here, and they're so supportive of one another. I've had nothing but absolute support since I have started my own business. And I've met some of the most inspirational, aspirational people. And I'm so grateful for all of the groups that I'm a part of. It's, um, you know, my, the first group that I joined was Business Chicks. And then the second group I joined was Janine Garner's RB Brilliant Coaching, which now is Elevate. Um, and I can't recommend these groups enough. And then obviously Erica Kramer's Scale Squad. Uh, I've joined, uh, spent the money and joined a lot of groups because I know the relationships you make in these last forever. And yeah, it's just, I cannot stress enough the importance of building your little tribe when you go out on your own because you're not actually on your own and people have walked the path that you've walked and setting aside any ego that you may have that, you know, or it's not even necessarily ego, but concern that people aren't going to support you because they don't want you to succeed because there's not enough pie, blah, blah, blah. There's enough pie for all of us and every single person in every single circle, even if they are technically a direct competitor of me, have been nothing but supportive. And yeah, it's just been, um, it's been absolutely awesome to, to meet the people that I've met. So if any of them are listening, you know who you are and I'm, I'm so grateful for you. And if you are starting out on your own, that is my number one tip is build your tribe, find your tribe and connect with people. Don't be afraid to connect, but do your connection in a way that honors why you're connecting and also thank them for the connection. I love, I always heard um, the saying of don't ask someone if you can have a second of their time because that's already the question. So you've already wasted their time. So you're already taking their time. Don't ask for their time. Ask the question you want to know um, and Tell them why you want to know that. Do you, do you admire them? Do you find them inspirational? Like give them that. So my second tip is all around being super clear on what it is that you actually want to do in business. Because when I went out, I really had no idea. <laughs> I thought, oh yeah, I'll be an external marketing manager. And the truth was, even though I love being a marketing manager, when you go out on your own, you can't do all of the things. No one's employing you on 120k a year to or more, whatever like whatever you're on as an internal marketing manager. Generally, it's more than that, but you know, if you're on that kind of money, you're not going to do that as a contractor or as a marketing coach, like. And you're not going to be able to do all of the things for people. So you shouldn't try to. It's about really understanding what your strengths actually were when you were in that corporate role or 
whatever it is that actually brings you, you know, love to the position that you were doing. And that was something I actually didn't do. And then quickly I realized when I was servicing clients that actually I was still caught in this trap of doing things that didn't quite bring me joy and weren't actually my strengths. So even though I was doing the things and doing well, I didn't have energy from them. It was actually more of an energy and time suck. So before I knew it, I was working really, really hard and really long hours and not actually achieving what I wanted to achieve. So that's my tip. My second tip to you is being super clear on what you actually want to do, like as in your product or your service. Uh, and then super clear, being super clear and aligned to your why. So why have you actually gone into business? Like what is the what is the challenge that you see in the market and how are you going to overcome that? What are the things that you want to change about? Like for me, I've got a real bee in my bonnet about how people hate, well, it's actually not a bee in my bonnet, but I'm really passionate about how people feel overwhelmed by their marketing and people feel like they can't get on top of it and do it themselves. And people get um, sucked into these really expensive marketing deals, you know, because it's, Marketing scene is a one-size-fits-all approach. You have to be doing Google AdWords. You have to be doing SEO. You have to be doing LinkedIn ads. You have to be doing Facebook ads. If you're not doing Facebook ads, do you even exist? And it's like, stop. You don't actually need to be doing any of these things. You need to be doing what's right for you and your brand. So for me, a big part of my why and what I had to get super clear and aligned on is what did I stand for as a marketeer? And how was I going to be different to every other marketeer in the industry? Now, that being that you can hear in the background, (laughs) that's Alfie. Uh, Any of you that have been on a Zoom call with me would be very well aware of what was just happening then because you've probably seen me have to stand up and go and open the damn door for the dog because I really need a doggy door into the office. (laughs) So that is something that I'm working on. Um, And that's my other why, is to be able to make sure that Alfie has food in his bowl every night, right? But in all seriousness, being super clear on and aligned to your why is so important. Now, the next point I want to come to is working on yourself. You are your brand, you are your business. And if you're not the best version of you, and you're not working on yourself and, you know, you don't even know your why because you've not done that work, then it's going to be really, really hard for you to show up authentically in your business and to show up with all the energy that you need to bring to your business because it does take a lot of energy to run a business and it takes a lot, a really strong mindset because there's a lot of people in the industry. The market is a really flooded place And if you're unable to articulate why you're in it, and if you're constantly getting bogged down in comparisonitis, looking to your left, looking to your right, and not focusing on the things and the talent and your unique IP that you bring to the table, then it's going to be a real struggle for you. And you're going to constantly probably be in this blame cycle and failure cycle where you feel like you can't achieve anything. And that's not the truth. Because that will actually just be your mindset speaking and not the truth. So for me, I've had to work on my confidence. I've had to work on my self-belief. I've had to work on my mindset. And all of these things I had to work on because 
I experienced comparisonitis. I experienced imposter syndrome. I experienced all of the things that can get you really stuck and not actually shining in the areas that you want to do. And it wasn't until I started working on all of these things that I realized I really wanted to do marketing coaching and really wanted to empower other people to be able to do their marketing themselves. And also, you know, that's why I released a podcast that people could listen to me and hear you know, what the messages that I had to bring them about marketing, getting on top of their marketing. It wasn't until 2021 that I actually did a strengths assessment on myself and discovered communication is my number one strength. Now, anyone that's ever met me would laugh at that. (laughs) By the way, my third was woo. So like even funnier. Um, But anyone that's ever met me, It wouldn't even be a a second thought to them what my number one strength is. Of course, you would automatically think it's communication because you know, for me, I can't stop talking and talking is a huge thing that I do. So that's my other point to you is working on yourself. You need to really make sure you have a true understanding of who you are and where you're getting stuck. If you are getting stuck and how your mindset's playing a part in that, it could even you could even look into getting a coach or for me, I'm a huge believer in therapy. If something's getting you stuck in your business, there's nothing wrong with seeking out therapy for that because at the end of the day, the same things that get you stuck in your personal life are going to get you stuck in your professional life too. There's always that crossover. So working on yourself is a huge component of being successful in your business. Get a business coach is my next point to you. So I think that's my fifth point at this point. Don't be afraid to spend the money in coaching, whether it's a leadership coach, a business coach, a life coach, whatever kind of coaching that you actually need, and you'll know what you need, invest in this area. And it is an investment. I mean, it's a tax deduction, so yay. But I mean, obviously grow your business to a point where you can afford it. But for me, I had my very first business coach after six months because I knew that I needed it and I knew there was so much I needed to learn uh, because business is, there's so much in business that we um, don't know about until we're there. We don't know what we know. And I always love the saying, success believes breadcrumbs. And, you know, one of the things I noticed in all of the businesses around me is that they had coaches and mentors and people that were guiding them. So I highly recommend doing that. And my sixth point for you today is ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask people's opinions, to get their thoughts on things. Put the ego aside and ask for help. There's nothing wrong with it. People are more than willing to roll up their sleeves and help you. You'll be surprised how many people come rushing If you just admit what's getting you stuck or where you're stuck, like what you actually need help with. And yeah, the amount of doors that will open just for the, from you asking the question will surprise you. So they're my tips for you. These are the things that I wish, well, I guess I was pretty lucky because I figured most of these things out pretty quickly, but it is something that I recommend all business owners make sure that they are aware of and you know, are working on because these are all things that can, you know, in Australia, we have a statistic, I think it's one in five businesses fail in their first year and something huge after that. I don't even want to repeat it because it's so negative. And I think one of the reasons why this happens is, well, poor marketing, (laughs) plug, (laughs) but also it's because people 
don't have the mindset for business or they haven't worked on themselves, the business idea could be the best in the world. You could be creating the next Canva and Canva's now worth billions. Wow, I wish I'd made it. Like, holy shit, I wish I'd made Canva. But your your business could be worth, yeah, you, your business could be the next billion dollar idea, but without the right mindset and without having done the work on yourself and the, the groundwork on your business, the truth is you're not going to get there. And it's got nothing to do with the business idea. It's actually all to do with you. And then don't fear failure either. Like, so there's so many sayings out there, so I'm not even going to repeat them. But when you look throughout history at some of the greatest entrepreneurs, at some of the greatest business people in the world, most of them have failed a couple of times because it's actually in failure that we learn. So, you know, fail fast is a saying that I love and I learned that in my career. It was don't be afraid to try things and try new things, but fail them quickly so you don't waste money. Um, And in my case, it was because it was marketing, it was don't waste budget on those things. Anyway, I've rambled. This is the longest episode of Marketing Espresso ever. So I hope that you've liked it. Um, I've really enjoyed recording this one for you. You probably already know that I'm all about uh, inspirational podcasting. Seems my other one's all about that, but I'm all about delivering some thoughts and trying to obviously help people progress in their life, their career, their business. And all I want to see is all of us succeed. So, all right, that's it from me today. You know where you can find me. It's Beck Chapel uh, on Insta, Beck underscore Chapel on Insta, and. Uh, Rebecca Chapel on LinkedIn, very formal, we know. And you can find Plum Marketing Solutions on all of the channels. It's just at Plum Marketing Solutions or on LinkedIn where it's at Plum Marketing Solutions Australia. All those things are in my show notes. So please connect with me. Let me know what you're loving. Let me know what you're hating um, and leave me a review. <laughs> and if you have any questions, of course, reach out. Have a great week, guys.